Hi everyone, this is your host Ramakrishna from Usha Investment Group LLC. Welcome back to Multifamily AP360, the show where we discuss 360 degrees views on mindset, passive and active multifamily investing. For those who are looking for tips, strategies, best and challenging experiences. Also, I request you to share it with those who might benefit and leave a rating and review. Today's our guest is KK Singh from Grow Rich Capital. Welcome back, KK. Thank you very much, Rama, for having me on your show again. Sure, sure. Thank you very much. And a little bit about KK. KK Singh is a successful multi-business owner of commercial and residential properties in Indiana. KK began his business over 30 years ago and is now proud one of maybe eight gas stations or more than that now. So high-tech Andromat and joined the real estate business in 2014 by purchasing 40 single-family residentials along with becoming a partner in maybe uh, his world data, 13 apartment properties. Now it's more than that. He also owns agricultural land and commercial residential real estate in India. KK Singh has been featured in many popular multifamily podcasts and began his only monthly newsletter to share his knowledge. So with that, KK, you want to add anything to your uh, new stuff? No, the only thing I wanted to add is that uh, I'm uh, I'm been selling gas stations since last year, so I don't have eight anymore. Yeah, I'm down to two. <laughs> oh, okay. So, That's good. Yeah, I sold some gas stations last year and mostly focusing on multifamily. Okay, so you're completely switching towards multifamily. Correct. Okay, awesome, awesome. Cool. So share me some exciting stuff from last hour call. I think we did sometime last year. So share me some exciting stuff, what you did in last maybe 12 months or so. Well, last year, um, 2020 was a little slow year because of the COVID for everyone, but we still bought a deal in Houston. And last year we bought three properties, uh, 368 units in Atlanta, Georgia, and then uh, uh, 336 units in uh, uh, Melbourne, Florida, and 129 units in Midland, uh, Florida. So we we did pretty good uh, last year as well. Since we we were on your, since I was on your show last year. Yeah, got it, got it. Thank you. So what was uh, which one was your latest deal? Uh, I think you mentioned you closed some deal in December. So which one is that? Melbourne, Florida? Yeah, that's the Melbourne 336 units. And we are also under contract on another deal in Florida. Awesome. Awesome. So, so you're targeting Florida market heavily? Yes. Florida market has been doing great for us. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, share me a little bit more about the 337 units, Melbourne, Florida. So how, how exactly acquired it and uh, how, like how much capital raised and what kind of business plan you're planning to implement? Sure. So uh, we are planning on renovating 250 units out of the 336 units so that we leave some meat on the bone for the buyer. So it's a it's a big property. So we 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 have enough on our plate, and we could uh, it's enough for us to leave for the buyer as well. So we are spending about six thousand dollars per unit uh, on the renovation. It's a pretty new property. It's two thousand ten built, and the occupancy is around ninety five percent. And uh, we bought back in December. We closed in December fifteenth. 15th or 24th, I don't remember exactly. But um, 
After closing, we have achieved uh, organic rent growth of about 23% so far without renovating a single unit. So we just started renovating that property. Awesome. Awesome. So so still you're planning to renovate all 250 units since you're already achieving the rent organic rent growth of 20 to 25 percentage. Correct. And also the new rate is 82%. In our last newsletter we sent to our investors, uh-huh. it was 82% uh, new rate. So what exactly is that 82%? So 80, 82% of the tenants have been renewing their leases. Only 18% have left. Oh, awesome. That's good. That's good. And so and you're planning to renovate uh, with 6,000 budget. So what is the time frame you are looking? How long... Uh, how long it will take to renovate all 250 units? Uh, the plan is to renovate them in 18 months because we have the loan that uh, we can get out of after 18 months. There's no penalty after that. So our plan is to renovate uh, those 220 units that we can renovate uh, within the next uh, 14 months. So four months we are already in. So we have got 14 months left, but we have ordered all the stuff and everything It because of the... A lack of supplies and uh, the labor. We did have some problems uh, procuring the stuff, but now we have procured the stuff and everything. And we we just started the renovations. Uh, we we are we are already renovating the units. Got it. So so did you got a bridge loan or agency loan on this one? No, it's a bridge loan. Bridge loan. Okay. So you are planning to refinance after eighteen months? That is the plan. No, we are not. No, we have a we have a after three years we have a one year option and one year option, uh-huh. and it's five year interest only. So I don't think we need to uh, refinance that. We might. It depends on the market and it depends on the occupancy at that time and the rent at that time. After three years, we might uh, refinance it into a permanent debt, but. Our plan is to keep that long. Okay, got it, got it. So for this renovations, are you using in-house construction management team or you're going with third-party construction management team? Our property management company is the one who does all the construction for us on, on in the Florida properties. Okay, okay, got it. That's good. And it's the same management company on all the three uh, properties. Uh-huh. And plus my partners have... Uh, some other properties that I'm not a partner on. So they use the same management company and they do a wonderful job um, between the management and the construction both. So uh, you you mentioned there is some issues with supply and uh, you know material supply or labor uh, labor supply because of that is impacting you know renovations it delaying yes. the renovations. So what what other challenges you are facing and how do you see like you know from market point of view from December to now we are in mid of May what kind of changes here? Yeah, so uh, for example we bought a property in June it was a hundred twenty nine unit. And we started the renovation immediately after the acquisition. So in the first month, we renovated nine units as compared to in this year, in the first four months, we didn't renovate uh, even one unit. 
So that is all because of the lack of supplies. So we can't, for example, uh, we are uh, trying to put the new steel, uh, stainless steel appliances. So they are hard to get. So, but our uh, management company, they have like 60 to 75,000 units under their belt. So they have resources and they have procured all the material that we would need to renovate. Got it. Got it. So you're leveraging your partners that do not track record or, you know, correct. Yeah, correct. relationships. Yeah. Got it. Got it. So what is your current focus, uh, KK? Um, with the changing uh, economic changes that's going around the world, the war, the price, the Fed has been very proactive and uh, they have been raising. So I, I see a little bit of people are scared because nobody no, nobody has a crystal ball and nobody knows what's going on in the world, what's going to happen. People are talking about the World War Three, and all that kind. Some people like to sit on cash. I don't think it's smart because real estate is not going anywhere. Uh, we don't have enough supply of even single family houses or any other kind of asset classes, the mobile homes, the apartments, the single family, we are all short of supply. And the problem with building more is the supply again, supply chain. A lot of things uh, are out for a long time. So I think the market may slow down a little bit if, if all these uh, global changes keep happening, but I don't think the market is going to go, uh, go down or, or, or some people are saying recession or crash. I, I don't agree with that. I'm bullish on real estate. At least people need a place to live. And I just uh, checked the ERD monthly report uh, this morning and they are still predicting 15% rent, rent growth in April. Okay. Not awesome. predicting, they they reported 15% rent growth in April all yeah. over the na- national. Yeah, that, that's Q1 report, right? So. Yep, the ERD report. Yeah, yeah, got it, got it. So how do you see like, you know, real estate or multifamily in next 12 to 18 months? So you will still continue in investing in these properties? Of course. Of course. I think this is only the asset class where there's not much volatility. I, I invest in other classes also. I have seen a lot of volatility in those classes. Bitcoins, for example, some people bought that at like 50,000 uh, Bitcoin and now they're at 27,000 Bitcoin. So they lost like 50% of it already. But real estate is not that kind of a class that it's going to go from uh, 200 a unit to 100 a unit. It might come down to 180, 175 maybe, but, and it's not going to go overnight. It's going to be a slow process going down and going up. And what we are thinking is that whatever we are buying today, we are not selling tomorrow or a year after, and you don't get a loss or anything uh, unless you sell, unless you sell the asset. And if we are buying today, we are selling it in five years. And who knows, the market is going to go, if, even if there is a dip, the market is going to go up again. Like like now, I mean, I have been, I have been hearing since 2020, since the COVID started, even before that, uh, some financial experts uh, started saying, that there's going to be a, a recession, but it's been four years, nothing happened. 
And and since then came the COVID and everybody thought, okay, now it's COVID started. It, it's uh, we are already uh, waiting for the crash, and now with the COVID, we can definitely get be in a recession. It, nothing happened, so I, I don't know. I mean, nobody has a crystal ball. It's just the guess game, or maybe some fundamentals as well. Yeah, 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 definitely. So you'll be focusing on Florida markets even next uh, few years. We are for uh, we are looking elsewhere as well. Yeah, we are looking in Texas. We are looking in Georgia. We are looking in Indiana as well. Got it. Got it. Would you, would you share any any challenging experiences in last twelve months, KK? Challenging. That's I think uh, the biggest challenge uh, for us has been this procuring the stuff to start renovation. That's the biggest stuff that we had seen this because of the supply chain. Uh-huh. And the shipment from China and, and all that, and the prices going up with the inflation. So I think uh, uh, one challenge could be, and, and it may not be for us because uh, there's not much uh, renovation needed because it's a two, 2010 uh, property. So we can, let's say we we budgeted 6,000 for that. We can skip a few things. Uh, just to meet and keep it within the budget so we, that we don't overspend. But for those who are buying these heavy lifting stuff and they budgeted less, they might get hurt because they have to do the whole thing. They can't just say, hey, let's not change the faucets so or, or let's not um, let's not change the floor. Let's keep the carpet instead of putting the vinyl. So they may not be able to have that opportunity, whereas in uh, newer properties uh, like we buy, we can always adjust. But on our new project, we have the, that's a two, uh, 2003 property. We have uh, already budgeted for 14,000 renovation. Wow. Uh, definitely costs are increasing. So any idea like how much percentage it is costs are increasing like compared to last few years? Any, any idea? Well, it's about, I think, uh, 10%. But it all depends. I mean, yeah, those, just as I said, if if you are not doing the whole renovation or you are not taking out everything and, and putting new, I mean, it, it might not affect their budgets. So like in our case, it might not affect our budgets. Yeah, got it. And would you also share any, you know, best experience in the last 12 months? The best experience, uh, I was able to raise uh, 3 million overnight. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was my best experience. We didn't even have the uh, OM ready. So I just sent an email to my to my investors. And uh, when I woke up in the morning, uh, I had 3 million, over 3 million committed already. Wow. So that, awesome. that was very exciting. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's the best experience. Yep. Yeah. I don't see that people are scared or anything because I I got people bumping up their in, uh, investment from 50 to 100, 100 to 200, 200 to 500. I see that all the time. Yeah. Yep. So you very, very few. Yep. I mean, even before this rent growth or uh, no, sorry, not the rent growth interest rate going up. I mean, people are people are still very interested in investing. I see people more interested because of the they're scared of the stock market, not the real estate. 
Got it. Yeah. And uh, would you share any, you know, any books that impacted your life in the last 12 months? Yes. I, I read Think and Grow Rich several years ago, and I have been reading it again. And every time I read this book, I, I just get pumped <laughs> to more, do more and more. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome book. And how are you giving back to community, KK? We have a charity. We have our own charity. We put our own money into that charity. And uh, we have six organizations all over the world uh, that we uh, we send money to. And we have 15 kids we have adopted in South India that we have we, we have adopted them since 2009. So we pay for their boarding, lodging and, and their education. And recently uh, we started something new that uh, we uh, donated 500 teddy bears to the local Fort Wayne police to give it to the kids when they visit the like a domestic dispute or any, any trauma sites they meet the, where the kids are scared. And the local police really appreciated and gave us a lot of media coverage uh, for doing that. Awesome. Awesome job. How can listeners can connect with you, KK? They can go to our website, growrichcapital.com and fill in the contact form. Or they can uh, also go to uh, my Facebook group, 10X Multifamily Investment Group, and uh, join that group and learn, and, and they can meet me there as well. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, KK. Thank you very much. I really enjoyed the conversation. Thank you very much, Rama, for having me again on your show. Sure. Thanks for listening to Multifamily AP360. Check out the show notes and grab the freebie on our website, vishakapital.com. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, share it with those who might benefit and leave a rating and review. Follow me on my social media. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you next time.